Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Good morning and welcome to the Fire Up Show on Community Radio 3CR. My name is Jim Takashi. G'day, Andy. Good morning, Jim and listeners. Terry, how are you, mate? I'm very well, thank you. Jimmy, how are you going yourself, mate? I'm all right. And last but not least... Oh, not least. Neil O'Brien. Not, not last but not least? The Silver Surfer. Thanks, mate. Good on you, Jim. How you going, mate? I'm good, mate. That's the way. What's happening, Jim? Mate, it's a happening week in Melbourne. Plenty of work out there, I understand. Well, from... well you're the estimator. You yeah, tell I us. know. Well, there's plenty of pricing, that's for sure. Is there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There is a lot coming up, Jim. Yeah. Um, mini boom, I suppose, or boom, whatever you want to call mm. it. But um, sit tight, guys, because um, still a couple of months away. There's a lot of stuff coming out the ground. But as as everybody knows, when <coughs> excuse me, when we've spoken about it in the past, that uh, it takes a little while for our blokes to get out and start doing the fit out and the roughing. And uh, I know just down Docklands on Greggy's job down there, he's doing a terrific job, Greggy for NSG, and the boys looking after the boys. And uh, he's on one tower and there's another two getting built beside each other, which are now collectively called as one one tower. But, you know, there's one that's up to level 19, another one down up podium level and the other one just doing in-ground. So it's all Why's it, it called Free Tower? Free Tower, I don't know. Tewi? I don't know why it's <laughs> called Free Tower. <laughs> Yeah. Could be called high tower. Could be high tower, yeah. No, but, uh, you know that's just one example. And then you got down the other end, you got the Bovis jobs down there, eight eight eight, and then eight eight nine, and another one, and then across the road down in Lorimer Street, Mervac sites across there, and then the other side, the opposite side, you got uh, Hickory's down there starting a new job, and um, Pro Builder starting a job down there. So there's, and then you got around the city work with Jakey's. So you got a shitload of come work yeah. coming up. Yep. Well, look, Dan, it's good to hear that the city's rock and roll and the suburbs are certainly booming too. And, uh, yeah, you're under the pump. Under the pump, mate, and uh, especially that Boxall, Doncaster region. Um, towers coming up everywhere, it seems to be. If you've got a block of land in that region, Jim... Like a tower um, on it. It's, it's it just it, your average house block. They're now digging down four storeys and going up five. So yeah. It's uh, lots of little jobs. Um, it's... Uh, and, you know, it's good for our members that are working for those smaller companies and a couple of big jobs thrown in between, like Eastland yesterday. We uh, had Earl come out to the job, had to talk to the boys. Uh, big job, mate. You know, been fast-tracked, bringing the first stage by the end of the year. Uh, but good, Will they good. get there, you reckon? Look, they'll get there, I suppose, mates. Shopping centre, you're not there like. But uh, a lot of your ex-workmates are out there. Jimmy throwing the sprinkler pipe up, a lot of the ex-Firebase boys. Virtually, it is Firebase revisited. And, um, mm, would be. Uh, it is. Uh, but, you know, you've worked on plenty of those shopping centres, Jim, and once they've got a deadline date, that's it, isn't it? Yep, yep. They sort of go hell for leather and get it done, get all the resources in. Yeah. So yeah. It is flying, though, isn't it? It is flying. It is flying. You know, like I was here last Saturday, mate, not working, just shopping yeah. with your granddaughter, but Christ almighty, it's just got yes. crazy. Yes, sir. Yeah, mate. Well, I mentioned my name. That's <laughs> Christ, sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I didn't say Jesus Christ. <laughs> but, um, yeah, look, look, it's a great time for us at the minute because, uh, you know, the union's flying, you know, to unity. So um, we're, 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 we're all together and, um, 
You know, as I say, when you get the ballot papers, boys, just uh, vote one Paddy McCrudden because um, the captain and coaches pick the team, pick the team, and all of a sudden, you know, someone from the thirds might think that they're a better player than someone in the first. Well, it doesn't work that way, and um, once you cross that line, and well, you know, the next footier. Well, someone's coming on the June draft, Terry. That's it. You know, like you play with Werribee Centrals <coughs> and. Meat pies and Neil, you played with Surrey Hills, didn't you? Surrey Hills, mate. Yeah. You'd have had cupcakes, wouldn't you? At three quarter time out there, wouldn't they you? They would have had fairy cakes. Would have fairy bread. Fairy, fairy, fairy bread. <laughs> <laughs> actually, Surrey Hills back in the late seventies was just actually was eight years. You, might, you might think that they say it was a tough team. It was. They were tough teams. They were, and uh, well, they're all shafts, right? They're all bocky shafts, and uh, and you're a sharp and. Mate, you know, was, they were rocking and rolling back then, Box Hill. Don't worry about that. Right? And I remember we played... It's Cla- Leo's, wasn't it? Oh, that was later on in my career. Oh, later in career. <laughs> but this is early, late 70s, Tess. Um, yeah, they were pretty formidable, the uh, Surrey Hills Footy Club. Don't worry about that. Well, they still are sharps and skinny steel. Where have you made that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you ever moved on? They still are. Have you ever moved on in area, have you? Uh, yeah. The platform uh, shoes are just coming. <laughs> now, oh, Tez, uh, our, little, our little mate in that green second suit's back out again. Oh, yeah. oh, I might have heard a few rumours. Our, um, our, plumbing, our plumbing friend from up in the eastern suburbs it probably lives up the bush a bit somewhere. Oh, look. Mate, we, what's he done now? Oh, look, he, you know, you'd, you'd think he'd treat his workers a bit better than the way he does, but... Uh, you know, blokes, they go to work, mate. They deserve to have their superannuation and these sorts of things paid up. And um, I don't know. He hasn't what, paid? What, what is it, mate, with these people? I don't know. He's, um... But anyway, he's been a bit of a... Everyone knows him. He's been around for a long time out there. In the well, air. he's notorious, Neil, coming on site when he's going to lay blokes off and he comes in in the green suit, the second suit, right? As soon as he walked on, Pratt's boys would be ducking and weaving. My favourite Martian. <laughs> My favourite Martian? Yeah. We weren't going to mention it. He was though. actually a... Uh... <laughs> A highlight on that on the project this week, which caught me by surprise. I was wondering what the hell's going on. Where they were talking about um, companies and employers not paying super, super, um, you know, and they said the usual. Just you've got to report it to the tax office. So oh, yeah, they get on to them, but uh, you know, the hopefully they can employ a few more members of the tax office themselves to get into it. Because the tax mean, office tell them, Jim, ring up the union. You ring up the union, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a government brand saying, "Listen, we can't help you, but ring up the union." Yeah, yeah. And a member of the union, yeah, we'll ring them up. And we've got to chase them, we've got to chase them, and then we get canned and bagged and whatever. Yeah. But I mean, um, mate, <clears throat> you know, they, they hold us accountable, some of these governments will, you know, they just mm. let some of their employees get away with um, putting themselves in receivership and not paying... Uh, Funds not paying the boys. Well, money. look, a couple you of ex, ex-employees came, came to us, owed quite a lot of the entitlements and... Uh, Got Paul Coffey in the office doing a good job. Paul, he uh, he uh, got onto the funds, and the funds they actually have a legal department, and uh, the legal department sort of then then they go after it. So uh, there is there is an avenue there, Tez. It just takes uh, a while. It just takes a while, and uh, you just think so. You think an employer like him would would treat his workers a bit more decent, especially because a lot of them have been very loyal, been there twenty years, eighteen years. You know, you just pay their super, wouldn't you? You think so, wouldn't you? Really? So, Obviously, <coughs> he, signs, he signs a legal document to do it. Obviously, they're it? only loyal when they're not getting paid, too. Ah, that's that's yeah, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. No, but um, but there you go. And we, you know, you guys come across it all the time, here, don't you? So, well, unfortunately, you know, we do. It's a regular occurrence. Yep. No. It's, they're all uh, crying poor. Some of the 
you know, plumbing companies out there and they're not yeah. making any money. I don't know how they do business, but I don't know why well, they quite Well, they even skimp on buying a jacket in. Well, they do, PPE, which is an integral part of the boys' uniform out there, especially in the cold days coming up. Yep. You're up on those floors, chairs up on level 19 or level 20, no windows in. Cold Especially up here. down Docklands or, you know, the areas like that, down the Bay Area with the yep. wind blowing through. Yep. And it cl- clearly states in the EBA, we don't want anything more and we don't want anything less. And that's why we've got a we've got a team at the top of our union that run it, get the best conditions, get the best pay rates. And Earl and Paddy, mate, you know, they just... Well, you've got a bloke there that's, you know... You know they're both fair income. Well, they're both fair income... You know, if it comes down to personality, a couple of blokes have said, well, Paddy wouldn't vote for Paddy, but, you know, <laughs> but it's not about personality. It's about blokes doing what they can do. And, you know, let's face facts, Paddy's he's an organiser. He worked for Seabus. You don't, you don't take a back pocket player. And the IR. You don't take a back pocket player and put him a centre forward, do you, No, you don't. You know what I mean? And Someone uh, from the thirds, anyway, Ted. Nah, nah, we've got to... Unless it's Kevin Shirt, he was a back pocket player. Was he? Well, Teddy Whitten played there. Did Teddy Whitten played everywhere. Did he? Yeah, he was Captain Cash. He could do what he liked. Absolutely. There you go. And, uh, you know, it's what blokes got to remember too is that the current agreement the blokes have been paid under. Paddy done the negotiations on that. He, he sat in that office, yep. right, and he was the IR officer at the time, and and dealt with that. And uh, you know, got somebody else who can't do the, their own agreement. Last agreement he done for himself, he gave himself a pay cut. So, so let's vote for one. Vote for one, Paddy McCrudden, Jimbo. Shoots, shoots McCrudden. There you go. So what else is happening, Jimmy? You see pondering there, mate? Oh. Now listen, what about Joe Hockey, mate? Can you give us a serve on Joe Hockey? Um, the only thing that upsets <laughs> me about Joe Hockey is... He's an imbecile? Yeah, besides that, is the people, the apologists that are coming out to apologise for him, to you know, to say he was taken out of context. Well, I mean, yeah, he was taken a little bit out of context, perhaps. But the guy doesn't get it. Housing is affordable when you look at the maths, as in interest rates, that part of the equation. When you look at the other part of the equation, houses are five times your annual income, six times, when they used to be two times. Yep. And so what? I'd rather have it two times and pay 7% interest than five times and pay 2% interest. Where's the, where's the you know... Well, there's his, there's his portfolio, Jimmy, in the, in the, in the age this morning. Look, uh, he can have as many houses as you like. You know, and he, this stuff that I keep hearing, it's not his house, it's his wife's house. Well, if, if they get a divorce, they'll be married. Like, you'll get half unless they've done a prenup. You know? But they've got the hobby farm. It's about 200 acres, banana farm. They've got their... Um, Oh, they've got the hobby got, farm, haven't they? Yeah, he, yeah. He, they've, got, they've got the holiday house on the coast. That, and, that, and that's all fine. He can own all that. But don't say go out and get a better paid job like... You walk off, you know, like I'm, I'm going to walk off site tomorrow. I don't want to be a sprinkler fitter anymore. I'm going to walk off site and become a surgeon. They make about a thousand bucks an hour. I'll just do that. I'll become an actuary. They get good money. Pred- What's, you know, a what? An actuary. What, what the hell's that? that? You know, predicting, forecast, mathematical forecasts for companies and everything. They get good money. Huh? Yeah. I bought a, a thing that carried water. Well, that's an aqueduct, isn't it? Sorry, Jim. Yeah, <laughs> I mean my 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 ignorance. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? there's a lot. There's I come a, from West Oliver. Right? I think I think these people like get get off their their um, bandwagon of the economy this, the economy that, and start doing things. I mean, we've got a, a major threat down in the Liverpool Plains there, which is prime producing agricultural is land. Coal seam gas. Yes, and they're going to mine that place, and they're going to and they're gonna, and the aquifers. 
like, don't tell me they're going to be that cautious that nothing's going to seep into the aquifers there. You know, like there's a multi-billion-dollar industry in agriculture there, and they want to go rip it all up and say, "Oh, well, we'll put it all back." Well, who gives a shit? Why don't just develop what's there? Exactly, develop what's there. Like we've come a long way. We shouldn't be doing shit like that. Going for an industry that's a dead industry, and to milk it for the very last bit of uh, juice. We should be going for renewables, developing renewables. And moving on into the future, not going back to the uh, to the to the past. That's you why think so, Neil. Oh, I think you're right, Jim. And, uh, you look in the plumbing trades, Jim. You know, like our um, um, water savings and stuff like that. We, we we teach out the school, Neil. You know what I mean? That's that's what it's all about, isn't it? We've got mm. water there. Let's 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 reuse it. Let's mm. do this. Let's do that. It's the same same thing, isn't it? With the environment, bang. Yep, let's, yep. let's let's do it. Yeah. You know, and I know I go down to. You know, because of illnesses and that, we go down to Lake Hinton's a few bit, and you drive from, as soon as you hit somewhere, <coughs> this side of Morwell, or this side of Moe, and then you get the other side, mate, you just can't see. Yeah. Just the yeah. shit coming out of them power plants. It's yeah. just, um, oh, it's crazy, you know. And um, It's time to move into the future, and this, gov- this government, though, is not the government oh, to the do it. Even Labor, even Labor is reluctant, real recalcitrant in that case, in those Hello? things. Recalcitrant. <laughs> Jesus, Jim, <laughs> Sprinkler Sprinkler Are you doing all right for a fitter? But, but we've got to move into the future, but there's more chance of... Uh, what's his name, Hunt there, the environment? Oh, he Rex Hunt. I mean... No, not Rex Hunt. <laughs> this guy, I mean, where, is he living in La La Land or what? He's living in La La Land. Never Never Land. Never Never Land. That's it. Yeah. He, but, think, he thinks he's achieved something, this guy. Look... Uh, he's achieved in lining the pockets of companies to pollute. That's what he's done. Carry on. Look, there's plenty of... It's all you seem to hear the jargon made about from this government, isn't it? It's about interest rates. I mean, at the end of the day, Jim, um, I suppose, you know, there's a lot of other people out there, a lot of pensioners. My mum's on an age pension. Yep. You know, the savings are just, you know, pretty... You know, no savings at all in the bank. The bank interest is down. You know, you get no return. Yep. You know, they struggle big time, but you never hear anything about that. It's just... Uh, all you hear about from, right. from this conservative government is how great it is because interest rates are so low. Well, yeah, one side of the spectrum, it's fantastic, but the other side is... There's people suffering. There's people suffering, mate, exactly. Yeah. So, as you said, we'll just look after our own, won't we, And uh, try and do the best deal for plumbers, and that's all we can do. And because they're already semi-retired sort of at work, I mean, people say politicians work so hard, you know, blah, 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 well... <coughs> Yeah, I see them working in Parliament, and then they go out and greet, meet and greet, and then they go have lunch, and then they, you know, they negotiate this, they negotiate, they go meet the employers, and they sit down with yeah. the employer groups and, then, and have a, a and lunch, and they talk, and they're working, and they work long hours. Well, if I thought that was work, then, you know, I'd probably work till I'm 70 as well. But there's a lot of people out there that actually like work and they're locked in a room all day or in a factory all day and when they reach retirement age, they want to retire. They want to be able to go out and smell the roses, take time out to do, enjoy life before they croak it. They don't want to croak it smell the roses <laughs> they get thrown on their coffin. You know, In, in Abbott's world, that would make sense because he cremates... He's Berries, cremates, and what, what was the saying? Dust to dust. No, no, no. What's that catch cry there? The, oh, who the knows? GST He's got millions of them. It's bit, not the GST. The mining tax is buried well, and cremated. He's a prime minister of nonsense. And dead. Dead, buried, and cremated. But you can't cremate after you're buried. Now, Jim, <laughs> it's, uh, 
It's a very important day today. Today is we're officially in the radiothon. Yes. We're in the first and the fourteenth. Right. Yeah. And and I know you've just been on the phone. You're just out there talking to a couple of your stewards. I was. They have some money come in. Yep. From uh, Kaidi. Kaidi. Pledged how much? Kaidi, uh, Fifteen thousand. Good on you, Kaidi. Uh, and uh, uh, Kaidi's doing a good job out in his job out there in Killers area. He'll he'll you know get them get the. Uh, He'll get the, the money uh, in, pass you the bucket around and get the money in. Yep. Uh, Billy Jova. Billy Javanoski. How, how much has come off Billy's job? Three and a half grand. Uh, a little bit. Three and a half grand? No, no, not three and a half grand. He hasn't got that many men down there, but he'll get a bit. He'll get a and, couple of uh, Timmy Jovig, I hear he's, got, he's raised some money. Yeah, he's about 70 cents. Is that all? Yeah. He's not up to it, Timmy? No, nah, Timmy will have a crack. All, all our stewards in those areas, mate, they'll, yeah. they'll get some money in. Don't worry about that. It could be in the outer suburbs, Neil. Well, look, Bruno, Bruno's listening. That's an outer suburb up there in Bendigo. Bruno, you'll be tuning in as you're cruising up the highway there, and you'll, you'll probably already park. <laughs> you'll be there now. Right? But, uh, <laughs> well, Bruno, so. Bruno will be putting the tin around. Don't worry about that, raising for 3CR. Yeah, and Jaco out there in the eastern suburbs? I think Jaco will... Uh, he should do okay. Let's see if he can remember. It is a radio pod. <laughs> 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 we, want, we, want, we want dollars and cents, Jago, not pennies and pounds. Gimme. <clears throat> what have we got, mate? The music. Come on. Well, look, I've been told to pick a Fleetwood Mac song, and I've got to say it's very hard to choose because they're all... They're all classics. Brilliant. They're all great songs. So I might go with a little left field. All right. What's that? little left field. You going with the... Uh, Welcome back to the Fire Up Show on Community Radio 3CR. That was Fleetwood Mac with Over My Head. Jay Cranny. Controversial. Jay Cranny just rang up and said it's the best show he's ever heard, Jim. Again? He said some of them big words you're using. Yeah. Mate, you've got to spell them because he comes from Geelong, okay? Yeah. yeah, When you say these big words, you've got to find a bit of meaning in them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Jim. You know? We've got to reactivate the earwaves. I know, mate. It is. Look, listeners, it's. Official from the 1st of this month to the 14th of this month is Radiothon. 3CR needs money. Well, they're independent. Yeah, they're independent. They need money. This is where you hear the truth. This is not, well, this sometimes is, it's a little bit stretched. <laughs> well, not but very this, often. This, they're not very Only often. Only when Terry's talking. Yeah, this is, this is uh, <laughs> where you get the real deal. And they're after some money. And how much are they after? 220,000. 3CR, 3CR puts 132 programs to air every week. That's 92 hours of current affairs and 73 hours of music in 19 different languages. Now, and that's, they, that's Bush and Ease, Steve and Ease. What about and Maltese? Smarty Knees. <laughs> Smarty Knees. Yeah. Just had an update from Kaidi. How much has he got just in the last uh, 10 minutes? Just short of the 220,000. Oh, God, Kaidi, you're fantastic. Well <laughs> done. Yeah, we need your help to activate the airways and they'll make a donation. Yeah, so look, one hour like, of radio costs $90 to make. Well, look at that. So we've, like, 45 It costs us 45 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> so every week it costs us 45 bucks, Jimmy. Yeah. Hey, hey! But listen, all you people out there, and I know this. What, what about you, mate? The pastry cook? What's he doing, Jim? Is he Frank the Curry Chef? Yeah. I don't know, but he's. I'm disappointed in Frank. <laughs> he easily throws in a bit of bugs, buddy, don't he? Now listen, talking about listeners, I was out at the Pike last week. I got to see the fire industry training director Lucas, and there was a lot of first year apprentices going through doing their schooling for the plumbing, not not sprinklers. And uh, a couple of the boys come up, and well, they're not boys, they're men, and one of them, Sean, he's an adult apprentice, but, you know, good luck to him. There's a couple of them there starting late in life and becoming an <laughs> apprentice, apprentice, and uh, 
Good on you, Sean, having a crack. And uh, here's a little bit of a cheerio for you, son. Have you listening there? If you listen here, he does. He listens in every week. So I All said I'd say that All the entire boys. But, um, let's see. That'd be about our listening audience. No, we've got screens. <laughs> no, we've got, we're the biggest, highest rating plumbing show in Southeast Asia, mate. Well, well that's one. it, Jim. And uh, when, you, when you have a look around and uh, have a look at some of these one. signs in this room here, it talks about uh, News Limited and Fairfax yeah. and APN hold approximately 98%. The media sector. Of the media sector. So. And two of them hold about 88% of the print media assets in the country. Oh, there you I, go. I just can't believe your knowledge, you fellas. You know what I mean? You must well, have been we, up all night researching it. You're going to research? Someone researches all this for we you? We research the journalists. The journalists. Well, uh, Arthur will be listening to us. So I better say later, Wadi. He's you in hospital. Right. Laid yes. up again in hospital. He'll have the transistor, as he calls them. You got the transistor on? Turned on? Yeah, I went and seen him uh, one the night wireless. last week. The wireless, yeah. Went and seen him one, like, one night last week, and he's, he's, he needs something to do, don't he? Yeah? Oh, man. It's like a cage bear. Take up Sakudo, Arthur. He wouldn't have the patience. No, no, he's, he's not into martial arts, Jim. Okay? He's too old for that. Martial arts, I thought, okay. it, was, I thought it was Japanese takeaway. Yeah. I don't think he eats Japanese. But he, uh, he said to me the other day, other night when I was in there, he said, oh, that uh, Mountain View pub across the road looks all right, but he can't, he can't get across it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he's waiting for someone to wheel his bed across. But, Where is he um, at the airport? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's uh, at the airport, mate, and... Uh, it's a big, there's actually a really big construction job going on there. And the stand is listening in. Stanley, you're doing Stanley, a good job, mate, yeah. killing it. Well, they got refurbed, didn't it, a couple of years ago? Bill oh, was in there. There's always, there's always work there's going There's another on. two stages yeah. happening in the, over the coming two or three years. And uh, people donate a lot of money to that hospital, mate. You get a lot of I've got to say, I was down there mm. on Bridge Road a couple of weeks ago because I went to the, my son was playing footy there at that park in Richmond there. And, um,. Took, decided to take a walk, got there an hour before the game, so I thought I'd take a walk up Ridge Road. Every second shop, every third shop was shut down, out of business. Yeah. You know, it's pretty, um, I don't know what's going on, if it's the internet or if it's high rents, you know. Whereabouts is that, Jim, sorry? In Bridge Road. Oh, Bridge, Bridge Road. They had all the act- outlets there. Yeah. There were a lot of outlets, well, there, there was, still are. It was advertised, it was through the media a couple of years, but 18 months ago, that they were all going broke. It mm. just wasn't generating. Great, great gym it's, uh, yeah. in this country, it's... It's hard work. Mm. The retail, I mean, it just makes me wonder, though, that uh, we've got a lot of landlords. That's a lot of old money there in on that street, I think, that own a lot of those premises. Mm-hmm. And uh, how greedy are, are landlords getting? You know? Extremely greedy. I mean, these are, business, these are businesses, mind you. There's no outlays by the landlord. Everything is the guy running the business. So he's paying the rates, he's paying the all the outgoing costs. So uh, it's pure money, pure profit for the landlord. How greedy are they getting? That's what makes me wonder sometimes. Oh, well, Jimmy, they've just got to have a go. Yeah, it just makes me a they've bit just upset. They've got to have a go, Jimmy. It, it makes me a bit upset. That's that, a very good uh, uh, impersonation. Yeah, it is a very good of impersonation. Of an imbecile. Yeah. <laughs> it just makes me a bit upset that the employees who are in retail are very lowly paid people get a lot of uh, grief when there's all these landlords that are just raking it in. Doing nothing. And was that uh, was that Donald Rumsfeld or was that who's Donald Rumsfeld? <laughs> yeah, right. Was that was it? Who Pace was for, that? Was that George W. Bush? <laughs> sorry, W. C. Fields. Who just? W. C. Ah, more like a traveller than a dog. <laughs> <laughs> any